Welcome to the Rosemont Baptist Church Podcast. Rosemont is a thriving group of believers who desire to connect with Jesus and His church, grow in faith and understanding of God's Word, and serve in our local area and around the world. We are located in LaGrange, Georgia at 3794 Hamilton Road and invite you to attend any of our three services on Sunday mornings. Please visit our website at rosemontchurch.org for more information. And now we pray that God speaks to you in a personal way as you listen to this week's message from Pastor Adam Camp. Take your Bibles open to Psalm chapter 67. <clears throat> Psalm 67. If you, got, if you forgot your Bible, there's one in, in a seat in front of you. It's the black hardbound book. Take that out. We're on page 481. If you're watching from home, we're glad you're with us. Or maybe you're watching from the beach because it's Labor Day weekend, but we're glad you're with us either way. And we're glad that you're with us here live. Excited that we can worship Together, I just want to encourage you. We've, we've been spending the last several weeks talking about mission opportunities, ministry opportunities. Uh, there are all sorts of things we've, we've listed over the last few weeks. There are some booths out here and tables in our breezeway and the lobby and people out there that can assist you, people at the Connect desk that can answer your questions. I want to really challenge you and encourage you to get involved on some level whether that's uh, all the way on the other side of the world when that opens back up for us, hopefully early part of next year, or whether that's something locally, uh, I want to challenge you to be involved. I've said this before, but Christianity is not a spectator sport. Right? It's not good enough for you just to come and listen and soak in and then just move on with your life. Right? We're called to do things for Christ. We're called to be involved in his kingdom. We're called to be involved in ministry. We're called uh, to, to minister and to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so uh, we're going to spend some time this morning in Psalm 67. I love this chapter in the book of Psalms because it's a clear picture of the heart of the Lord. And it's a picture of the heart of the Lord, not just for his people here, but for his people all over the world. You, you've seen this before in scripture, but let me just remind you, in case you're not familiar uh, or you've never seen this before, that God is the God of all people everywhere. You understand that, right? He's not just the God of LaGrange. He's not just the God of Rosemont. He's not just the God of the United States. He's the God of the nations. And we see this throughout Scripture, and we're going to kind of point some of this out to you this morning. But Psalm 67 gives us a, kind of a beautiful picture of God's heart for the nations. But, but built into this is this challenge. What are you going to do with this truth? What are you going to do with what Christ shows you and what you've been given? What are you going to do that will lead you to share the gospel of Christ, whether it's here or somewhere else, far-reaching part of the world? So let's jump right in this morning, Psalm chapter 67, beginning in verse 1. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Verse 2, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, let all the ends of the earth fear him. Now, this is a chapter that speaks to the heart of the Lord for the nations, but I want to pull some truth out, and I want you to see the truth, but I also want you to understand how it applies to your life. So truth number one, here we go, number one. God's blessings are given 
so that we may make his name known to the nations. God's blessings are given so that we may make his name known to the nations. Now, this chapter is all about the peoples of the earth. In fact, if you were to read back through it, you see phrases like, on earth, among all nations, verse 3, the peoples, all the peoples, verse 4, the nations, the nations upon the earth, verse 5, the people, all the peoples praise you, verse 7, all the ends of the earth. Right? So there's this kind of built into this chapter is this idea that we serve a God of the nations. But there's something that interesting happens between verse 1 and verse 2. I want you to see that. Pull verse 1 up for me if you would, please. I want you to notice what happens. Notice who the Lord's speaking to in verse 1. Right, so verse 1 says, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Now he's speaking to believers. Right? So there's this idea in the first part of this chapter that God will bless us. He'll make his face known and, sh- and shine upon us. He'll be gracious to us. But then there's something interesting that happens in verse 2, right? There's this idea that God is going to bless us, but he's going to bless us for a specific reason, right? May God bless us, be gracious to us, make his face shine upon us. Look at verse 2. You can, you can insert the word so at the very beginning of verse 2, so that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all the nations, so, so there's this interesting idea here that I want you to get. I don't want you to miss this truth. God blesses us. He's gracious to us. He allows his face to shine upon us so that we can make his name known to the nations. Right, John Piper said this, God blesses his people for the sake of the nations. Now, this is not an isolated idea here in chapter 67. This isn't the only place we find this idea of God blessing us for a very specific reason. I'm going to get to this in just a minute, but just so you're clear, just so you understand, I want to kind of just uh, make sure you understand the direction we're heading here. God doesn't bless you so you can hoard up his blessings and find more pleasure in this life. God doesn't bless you so you can accumulate more and more things. God blesses you for the specific reason of calling you to use that to bless others, to make his name known to the nations. Now, we see this idea throughout Scripture. In fact, all the way at the beginning, Genesis chapter 1, I want you to listen to what the Lord says to Adam and Eve. He's speaking of Adam and Eve, and the Bible says in Genesis 1, 28, God blessed them, there's that word, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Right? God blessed them so they could go out from that place and make his name known. We see the same idea if you were to fast forward a little bit. Genesis chapter 12, the story of Abraham. Here's what the Bible says beginning in verse 1. The Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. Now listen, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. There's that word again. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. Whoever curses you, I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 6, speaking to the people of Israel. 
The Lord says, I will make you a light for the Gentiles that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth, right? There's this pattern here that we see all through Scripture that God blesses us for a purpose. God blesses us with intent. And so you, you need to begin to understand and you need to begin to see your blessings as an opportunity for you now to bless others for you to take the, the resources that the Lord has given you and to make his name known. Now, I've said this before. Some of you heard me probably as I preach about missions through the years. You've heard me say something like this in the past. If you've been born in America, or if you were born in America, you really hit the lottery just by being born in this country. You say, what do you mean? Because we are uh, the wealthiest uh, in, in terms of at least uh, resources, the most blessed country in the history of the world. In fact, here's some stats, statistics that will help you understand that. America has about 5% of the world's population, but about 30% of the world's wealth. And according to a study just a few years back, listen, if you make $32,400 a year, if you make at least $32,400 a year, you are in the top 1% of global earners. So if you make 32.4 and higher, you make more money than 99% of the world. That's incredible. There's a lot of people that live on less than $2 a day. The numbers changed, but a couple years ago, it was something like a billion people in the world live on less than $2 a day. So, so when you begin to kind of understand what we've been given in this country, when you begin to understand that the resources that are available to us, when you begin to understand the, the wealth at our disposal, when you begin to understand all the blessings that the Lord has given you, you need to start taking seriously this call that the Lord is going to be gracious to us and his face is going to shine upon us and he's going to bless us so that his name can be made known to the nations. Right? That's the calling. That's what the Lord has shown us. We, we go on these mission trips and I love what Gina said in the video a few minutes ago, how she got on that bus, and, and a lot of you have done that, uh, the Rabbit Express. Romero is the driver that we use down there, godly man, uh, loves the Lord. The neat thing about those buses, if you don't know, they're the old uh, Bluebird buses that a lot of you probably rode on when you were in elementary school, and I guess Bluebird still makes the buses, but the old school buses. In fact, the one that we ride on was made in Fort Valley, Georgia. It's down in Guatemala now, and they buy these buses once they get to a certain number of miles, and they, they take them down there, rebuild the engine, uh, paint them up, make them look really nice, and they drive all over the country. But as you drive, she mentioned driving the bumpy roads and, and driving into that village. And if you've ever been with us to Guatemala, you understand driving into San Juan Moca, it's abject poverty. Okay, if you've never been there, it's really hard to, do, to describe. It's hard to explain the conditions these people live in. But every time I come back from that trip in particular and others that I have a chance to go on, I'm always reminded of the, the glory of the Lord because I, I, I have this kind of ongoing discussion in my brain when I come back from a place like that. You know, the, the Lord has, has blessed us with so many things and has given us so many resources. And the discussion in my mind is why? Like, why wasn't I born in a village in Guatemala? Or why wasn't I born in sub-Saharan Africa? Or why wasn't I born in India? It's the Lord's will, obviously. 
It's the grace of the Lord. But I always kind of get to this place of realizing, listen, the Lord has given me all these things. He's done all these things for me. He's blessed me in so many ways. I now have this responsibility to take the blessings he's given me and use them for the sake of the kingdom. Now, here's where we get confused as Western Christians. Here's where the, the difficulty comes for us. Sometimes I think we see the blessings that the Lord has given us as an opportunity for us just to gain more wealth or gain more status or gain more possessions or gain more comfort or gain more pleasure. Typically, that's what we try to use our money for. When you begin to understand this passage of Scripture and others like it, you're confronted with this truth very clearly that God is going to bless us so that his name may be known. Now I want you to look at what he says in verse 3 here. Because 3, 4, and 5 are very interesting. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Here's the second truth I want you to see this morning. When God is known, the nations will be glad. When God is known, the nations will be glad. So we're blessed. I just walking through this understanding in 67, Psalm 67. When we are blessed, we're to take that blessing, use those resources to make the name of the Lord known to the nations. And then when the name of the Lord is known, the Bible says the nations will be glad. Now, I want you to notice what happens in verse 67, right? Whenever you study scripture, one of the things that will help you to, to see is kind of patterns, how things are divided up. Chapter 67 is divided up in kind of an interesting way. We can't show it all on the screen, but pull up verse 3, if you would, because I want you to notice what's going to happen here. Verses 1 and 2 and 6 and 7 are very similar, right? They both talk about God's blessing and his name being made known throughout the earth. Verses 3 and 5 are exactly the same, right? So 3 says, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Go to the next one. 3 is the same as 5, which says, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. So we're working out 1, 2, 6, and 7 are similar. 3 and 5 are exactly the same. That puts us right in the middle of verse 4, which is kind of the pivotal main idea of this text. And verse 4 is very simple. It says, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon the earth. Right? When, when we use our resources, when we use our blessings to make the name of Christ known, we reach the nations, those people will praise God, and the scripture says they will be glad. Now, you may be thinking this. You may be thinking, listen, I watch the news a little bit, Adam, and, and I pay attention to what's going on in the world. And to say that the nations are glad right now is a strange statement because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people that are glad in other parts of the world. In fact, we read about, we just heard about the COVID lockdowns in Southeast Asia and the struggle those people are having and the mandatory testing. They can't even leave their apartment. We hear about wars. We hear about famine. We hear about terrorism. We hear about all this stuff happening in the world. And we ask ourselves the question, how can people be glad in the midst of all these things? Well, listen, please understand, these people in the nations are not glad because of external circumstances. They're glad because they've met Christ. And they have hope in him. One of the things I love about going overseas and, and talking to some of these brothers and sisters, I always love to hear their story, their testimony. 
And I like to ask them, listen, tell me about your, uh, your faith in Christ. Tell me what that journey was like for you. Because they grew up in a very different uh, background, religious, religious background than, than we have grown up in. And usually they'll say something like this. Listen, I did all the things I was supposed to do. I went to the temple or I did the worship or I gave the offerings or whatever their religion required of them. But they never quite felt this peace. And they say to me, almost to a person, I never really knew peace until I met Jesus. And when I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, everything changed for me. I finally understood peace. And I finally understood true joy and true hope. Listen, it doesn't come from external circumstances. When we think about the nations being glad, it's not because of things that are happening around them. It's because of what's happened within them. You understand the difference? When these people accept Christ... When they live for Jesus, even in the midst of different cultures and different locations and different languages, they are glad. And so we get this idea through Scripture that one day, because we've used our blessings to make the name of Christ known throughout the nations, when those people accept Christ, they are glad and will worship him. Because of that, we get this picture that in the end, one day in heaven, it'll be people from every tribe, every tongue, Every language. So we read examples like this, Romans chapter 14, 11. For it is written as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. Revelation 7, verse 9. After this I looked and before me there was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands and they cried out in a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Right? True joy. Listen. True joy is only found in Christ. And when we use our blessings, when we use our resources to make the name of Christ known, people come to know Christ and the nations will be glad. Now look at verse 6 and 7 as we finish this up this morning. The earth has yielded its increase. God our God shall bless us God shall bless us, let all the ends of the earth fear him. Here's the third truth I want you to see this morning. This is important. We should begin to recognize God's blessings as our call to go. We should begin to recognize God's blessings as our call to go. I want you to notice something about these verses. I want you to notice that verse 1 is written in the past tense. Everything else is looking ahead, right? Looking ahead, looking ahead to this blessing that will one day come, right? When God blesses us, he desires us then to bless others. And so we, we need to kind of make this connection as we understand that God has blessed us, as we understand the resources that he's given us, as we understand our calling to make his name known, we need to see those blessings as our call to go, Right, I've said this before, but, but scripturally, when it comes to sharing the gospel and especially going to the ends of the earth, uh, there's really no place for you to sit around and not do anything. There's, there's not a category for sitting and just listening and soaking and not actually doing. Right? The, the, the Western church is, is really good with head knowledge. Right? We're really good at knowing things. I'm going I'm to offend some of you, so go ahead and forgive me in advance here. The problem is with our obedience. We, we know the answers. Like if I went around this group, if I could come to your house, 
overflow, whatever, and ask you questions, you, you know what's going on here. Like when I talk about going to the, to the ends of the earth and I read these scriptures, I'm probably not saying anything you haven't already heard before. So it's not about knowing, it's instead about doing. And I think sometimes we, we, we forget the ways in which the Lord has called us and the way in which the Lord has blessed us. We forget that he did that for a specific reason. And so you, you ought to kind of be wrestling now in your, in your mind and your heart with this idea of what, what am I going to do with this? Because you know the blessings the Lord has given you. You understand how he's worked in your life. The question becomes, what are you going to do about that now? One of the things I love about our church is we give a lot of different opportunities for service. And again, COVID has uh, put pause on that for a few months, but as quickly as we can get back up and run, we're going to do that overseas and locally. But when we do start going again, and there, there are local things you can do now, by the way, the, the thing in Pine Mountain, there's a lot of local ministries out here that you can go talk to people about. But the question for you is, what, what am I going to do with this? What, what type of a, an opportunity am I going to find to minister to witness somebody say, listen, Adam, I'm, I'm not really called to get, I hear this all the time from people and it's fine. I'm not called to get on a plane and go overseas. That's okay. But that doesn't mean you can't walk across the street and share your faith, right? <laughs> Maybe you're not called to go to sub-Saharan Africa and live in an orphanage. That's okay. But you are called to minister to that person you work next to or to share Christ with that person you see walking at the track on a regular basis. Or to talk to that mom or dad that, 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 that you see at the ball field or, or, or a cheerleading practice or dance studio or whatever it looks like for you and your family. You have all sorts of opportunities on a regular basis to make the name of Christ known. You've been blessed. You've been given so many things. What are you going to do with the resources the Lord has given you? What are you going to do with the truth of Christ, right? Because the greatest blessing, listen, we think about blessings, we usually think about financial. The greatest blessing you're ever going to receive is that you know Jesus. It's the greatest blessing. What are you going to do with that truth? God's got plans for your life. He wants to use you for the sake of the kingdom. Will you be obedient to his call? Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you for the truth of the gospel now, we thank you for this clear picture in Psalm 67 and so many other places that challenge us, Lord, to see our blessing that you give us, to see our resources, maybe in a different light. Fathers, we're challenged to, to understand that whatever you've done for us, we're now to take that and use it for the sake of the kingdom, Father. Make your name known here and around the world. So, Father, give us the strength, give us the ability. Father, help us just to hear from you very clearly this calling to go to share the gospel. And we'll give you the praise and the honor and the glory for all that you do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.